Support for Oyster World Radio comes from you, our listeners. If you'd like to support the show, visit the link in the show description or visit patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio. Your support is like rocket fuel as I take on the challenges of a podcaster on the road. So support the show. More support means meeting more people that you would normally never meet. Become a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio and support the show today. Welcome to Oyster World. Radio. Hello, Oysters, and welcome to another episode of Oyster World Radio, the podcast where we broaden our perspectives by listening to the stories of people from all over the globe. It's easy to get trapped in the day-to-day routines of our personal bubbles, but there are billions of ways to live the one life you got. And it's my job to find those ways and bring them to you. I'm Nathan Lieberman, and this episode is the first of a two-part series highlighting my first friends I met in Augsburg, Germany. The first being today's guest, Sebastian Wunsch, a chef in Augsburg at the Aposto, a restaurant in the famous Rathausplatz. Sebastian has lived the majority of his life in Augsburg. Honestly, I don't know what I would have done if I never met this guy. Probably slowly just went insane without human interaction. Sebastian has been such a key part of my trip, especially in the early going, with constant invites to events around town, welcoming me into his friend group and helping me practice my German, even when Est is ein bisschen schlecht, a one-of-a-kind dude. And I hope you learn as much from him as I did. So with that, here is my conversation with Sebastian Wunsch. So Sebastian, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. currently sitting where we met, actually at the same table. I think that we met. But you were there in the back. I was there in the back by myself. Yeah, I was there by myself. And here comes the wrecking crew. Who is it? You, who's Tony, who we'll have on the show later. And Patrick. And Patrick. And we was finished with work on this day. Oh yeah. And we were looking for some drinks and (laughs) first of all we got a burger at the Sausalitos. Yeah. And then we come here. And I just happen to be in the right spot at the oh, right yeah. time. At the, in, in the toilet. In the, in the toilet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But I don't know if I ever told you this. The reason why I was here, I was so afraid no, to talk to anybody. Me. Yeah, I was so afraid to talk to anybody. Everything was so intimidating. Because I cooked my German. It was It's still horrible. But it's, it was but even worse. I had nothing. Yeah. I had absolutely nothing. And ordering beers, getting groceries, everything was terrifying. But I told myself, I have to get a beer today. Yeah. I don't care okay, was. and then you go find a 7.5. Yeah, and I randomly walked into the 7.5. <laughs> it was all random. And I remember you guys coming in, and thank God but this place was like no. I did. I remember seeing Patrick. And and now I think about it, you and Tony. Yeah. I just and you guys were having fun, getting drinks. More drinks were coming along the way. <laughs> I was like, damn, man, the Germans know how to drink. So. This was the best. So then. Maybe, to, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, it was the best. And then, like uh, like normal people do, after they drink three, four beers, I had to go to the bathroom. To the bathroom. Went to yeah. the toilet. Yeah. And we and were there. In, in comes you guys. <laughs> Terrific Triple T and me. <laughs> Our friend, terrific, terrific Tony, yeah. Sebastian, and me. I remember Tony said something really fast in German that I had no idea what he said. He said, wie groß bist du? Wie groß bist du? Yeah, he said, maybe he asked, uh, wie groß bist du, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. Well, we said that really fast. I know German. I understand that now. I'm taller than you. Yep. And drunk Tony. And then, drunk and, then you, and, you, and you started in English, and then he's freaking out. Yeah. Where are you from? The United States. <laughs> yeah, because I remember him saying other things in German. I was yeah. like, I got nothing, yeah. man. Like, I have nothing. And then I heard your voice yeah. coming from the back. And he's like, oh, shit. American here. American so here, yeah. That's it. And then, of course, uh, how all good friendships meet, we, yeah. we met in the toilet. You guys brought me out yeah. to this table, yeah. and I got this so table. drunk. Yeah, it's this exact table yeah. that yeah. we're sitting. And we got so drunk. Oh, my well, God. We moved on in this same evening to the Apostle, right? Yeah. We moved there on, yeah. And the Apostle, where you currently work. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful restaurant in downtown Townsville slash Augsburg. And yeah, the drinking continued there. And I, that was one of the most crazy nights. I was with six, seven people. I had no idea who any of you guys were. I could not speak but, any word yeah. of your language. And thank but God that most of you yes, yeah, so thank God that you guys had good English. Yeah. <laughs> and we just went nuts. We, we closed out the, the Dooner shop at 5 a.m. On this evening? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I was with Marcos. No, yeah. I ended up with Marcos. Yeah. And, oh, we drank car bombs until I couldn't feel my face anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you say that, like, from experience. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a wonderful way to... To introduce you, just tell you how we how we met, which was a lot of beers at this table at the seven five, and let's get started. Let's get started in your story because yeah. you have an interesting story to tell about a place that I don't really know about, and I know a lot of the listeners out there have ideas of what Germany is like. And being here for the last couple months, I've noticed that it's extremely similar to where I grew up. It's, uh, yeah, very much like Midwest, uh, Midwest Ohio, Midwest United States, and I wanted to ask you a couple questions to see if that's true. So you were born here. You were born here in Oxford. That's right. Yeah. To Czechoslovakian parents, the Czech Republic. Parents. Czech Republic, yeah. Czech Republic, so Czech Republic parents. parents. Yeah. And who moved from Czech Republic to here? So. Your so first but they they moved early. They moved so early. So they moved early. Yeah. They so they were pretty much German too. They didn't yeah, come yeah. later yeah. and have to learn German. No, no, no. They they moved on in the in the eighties. In the eighties. In the eighties, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So you born and raised here in Townsville. That's right. Yeah. So why why do we call it Townsville again? I mean something about the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> it's because it's like but a stereotypical town. Tony town. starts with this oh. uh, Townsville. Townsville is no, because it's just a, a city, a town, not so big and not so small. Townsville. <laughs> just a stereotypical town yeah. nestled here in Bavaria somewhere. But it is a nice city. No, I like really Oxford. I really like it too, and you're right. It's not, more, it's not more a big city, and it's not a... Yeah, what's up with the Munich rivalry? It seems like everywhere. Munichs are like, I don't know, like the Patriots. In the states. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well said. Well said. I understand that. So Munich is the, the yeah. soccer team. It's like the Patriots. Everyone hates them. Yeah, and also the, the people. So we're hating them. Really? Yeah. Why? They're like, they're like 
just they knowing everything better, you know. Ah, okay. So yeah. a little bit know it all is I'm from Munich, I'm yeah. from the big city. Right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You got it right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do have to say, it's Oktoberfest white. was an absolute blast, but I don't think there's a lot of Munich people there. I think it was no. mostly dumb idiots from the U.S. and other countries, like me. Oh, yeah. And, okay, so I didn't know that there was that big of a rivalry between Munich and Augsburg, but yeah, it seems like it you is. picked the right place. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how, what was it like growing up in Augsburg? Because I see the kids running around and doing basically the same things that I did growing up. They, they go outside, so was, they throw rocks at each other and ride bikes. Yeah. And ride, riding bikes and skateboarding and... And then starting playing soccer. Yeah. So soccer, there's soccer. So, soccer, goals, soccer everywhere in soccer Germany. Everywhere. Soccer everywhere, yeah. I think it's always funny too because a big stereotype for us in Germany is that it's very everything is very strict. Yeah. And very like you can't do you can't do this or you play by the rules and you do this German. and do that. But this is every German. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. it's that true at the same time. The more that I'm here, I think it is just a stereotype because you guys have well, some rules are ridiculous, but most of the rules you're like, ah, do what you want. There's like a lot of freedom in the little things where there's yeah, in the little things, but so the, the big is strict, 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 and then you got the small things. Yeah. Came, what do you do? You know. Were your parents strict with you, or? Did you have a lot of freedom to just go out and play with your friends? Uh, no, I, so when I was young, they, they told me when I have to go home, I may have to back home, you know. And yeah. So. But that was but, about it. But that's it. Yeah, so you were <laughs> yeah, part so of. That's it. We call that the, the turnkey generation. I think that's it. Latchkey. Latchkey. Yeah. Latch key Latch key, yeah. Where people just. I was the same. It said, go out, have fun, but be back by eight. Sort of thing. Yeah. It was like the same this. thing it's for you. the same thing for me. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so interesting because the more I'm here, the more I realize how similar our cultures are. And I think it might be because the funny a lot thing of Germans is when settled in the, the U.S. The funny thing is, when I moved to the States, I realized that this is very similar to Germany. Yeah. This oh, is it's funny. A, it's a, it's yeah. a parallel thing. Yeah. It is so true. <laughs> Even San Francisco. Yeah. Because the Midwest is in Bavaria are very similar. Maybe it is. But even San Francisco? Yeah, they are. It's like... I don't know, maybe everywhere in the States. Mm. Okay, not everywhere, but... It is about is, the same. It people are similar, people. Yeah. It's, it's very similar. Yeah. So what did you notice? Kind of skipping ahead, but what did you notice in the States that was very similar to the way that you grew up or Germany as a whole? Maybe... I don't know, the kids playing basketball everywhere, and that's very similar to Germany, and then maybe the school thing. The school thing also. Yeah, school is a little bit the, the same. The schools are, yeah, elementary schools and that. Maybe it's the same. Man, that's about the culture or just the, the people in general? The culture, maybe culture and working. Yeah. 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 Just, I think you need a job and working and working, and this is similar to Germany and the States. Yeah. Just looking for a job. Yeah. Yeah. I, working is a big. Yeah. Influence here. Oh yeah, here a lot of, and yeah. You even so use here. the word work, arbeits yeah. for many things. I hear my cousins use it all the time. So my my parents told me, you you need to do education before mm. you're doing starting a job. Yeah. So yeah. That, so maybe this that system a, was derived from Germany in some way. Maybe the, yeah. The culture. Maybe yeah. 
career-driven culture that we have. Yeah. Yeah, that's so really interesting. So that kind of brings us to the next part, the next phase of your life. So you grew up, and the schooling system was pretty much the same. Yeah. And, which is interesting, because I was talking to people from Norway and other European countries, and it's vastly different. So I wonder if ours was derived but more from Germany. No, this is not Germany. the whole Europe. This is just Germany, you know. Yeah. So Norway is in, in Sweden. They got high school school system. This is like, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. This is, yeah. It's amazing. So, but you kind of went through the same system. But at the end of it, you always wanted to be a chef. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never met a chef before. So this oh, is really? really interesting to me. Okay. I always won't. Yeah. I'm starting to slowly get into cooking. It used yeah. to be horrible. Starting to enjoy it now. <laughs> uh, especially yeah. since I don't eat frozen pizzas anymore. It's a big win. Yeah. <laughs> so but you know you, what? All, all, the sheeps, all, all the sheep are eating frozen stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because you cook they got all no time. Day. Oh, because they. <laughs> and <laughs> they no you're time. cooking all the time. So when you get home. Yeah, I don't want to There is some frozen time. thing. Okay. <laughs> That's it. It's so true. I, I think well, chef's a very hard job. So what what made you want to be a chef in the first place? I like that to be this under pressure feeling. You do like that. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah. like so when when you're when it's a lot of work, and then you got this this pressure. So. And you're like and getting the, through that. And when, like you, when you win, when you win this, then you're up to your thing, you know. Yeah, and then you're just you're moving. You, yeah. You're in control. You probably feel like a badass because things you're are flying all over and the place. You can put together meals. You stop hearing noises from the others. Yeah. You're just hearing the chefs, the bosses, and that's it. Yeah. You don't realize what what the waitresses are doing and just what happened outside, you don't realize that. So when you're it's just in the zone, when in you're, the zone. Yeah. That's, that's cool. So that's, um, well, that's a everyday. I didn't, I always knew that it was a hard job, but, and I don't know if I'm exactly like the pressure every so time. So every day. You, say you think you thrive in that. Yeah. And every day is like 12 hours, 14 hours. Yeah. Tell me about it. The last time I saw you, <laughs> oh, yeah. you just sat there Yesterday. and like, beer. <laughs> I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. yeah, it was yesterday. So what, like, what, what started the whole process though? You, you told me when we were talking before that you like to cook with your grandmother, yeah. and that really inspired. It inspired cooking. me a lot. Yeah. Did you do it a lot? Did you cook a lot with your family? Uh, or? Yeah. So at, at the time, not so much, but in the, in the early yeah. Yeah. Just so what every was every day. Every day. Yeah. So you were cooking every day. Yeah. What was your favorite meal to cook with your grandmother? With the grandmother? <laughs> grandmother is uh, called a Böhmische Knödel. I have no idea what that is. It's like, I don't know the English word for Knödel right now. Knödel? No, Knödel. Like a noodle? Or? It's like this fluffy thing and then you, you, ca you can cut it. Okay. And there's eggs in it and potatoes in it. Yeah, and almost like. And then you cook it. And then you cook it, and then it's just like this fluffy. Almost like a calzone-ish type thing. Uh, no. <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good. It's but this was, and then a lot of bakery stuff. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. were baking with some, your grandma. Some, some pies and apple pies and stuff. And, and how old were you when you started cooking every day? Ten or twelve. 
10 or 12? Yeah. Yeah, 10, so you were cooking yeah. since 10 or 12 yeah, years old yeah, yeah. and yeah. fell in love with it. Yeah. Liked the, the pressure of it. Obviously, it's now your career, so you're pretty so you, good you, at it. You, you grow in, in this. Yeah. How you can handle with this pressure and this, you know, when you yeah. start education for a chef, they, they show you how you how you can handle this. Yeah. So it's not like you go there and good luck. There you go. You know. This, no, no. Have fun. Yeah. So what what does a chef's education look like? Because when we were talking before in Germany, it's you have three years. Three years. Off and on working in in the classroom. Uh, three years and then you spend five days in no no just. Four, four days in the kitchen and uh, two days in school. Oh, okay. So it's actually and mixed this, throughout the week. It's yeah, not and separated. This, no, no. It's yeah. mixed in the week and this for three years. So how did they show you? Do you remember a story where they showed you that you could handle the pressure? <laughs> or was there ever they, a really yeah. stressful moment so that you remember? <laughs> this was in my second year. Mm -hmm. And there was one evening we got wedding party and a full house so it's Ooh. like uh, 350 people at once oh my god yeah. okay and my boss told me okay i have to cook today in the evening so he he's telling me what the order is and i have to cook this and you and he said were, to me you because, were cooking, so hopefully just one of the many team members that were cooking for the 350 people yeah, at yeah. one time so but so i was in this position at, in this evening where i have to do this right now so the the, the team helps me and gives me the stuff but i have to cook this yeah so they don't yeah. have time they got yeah right they got a lot of music so i was in this position for this night and they give me this position because they they trust me yeah yeah so it was almost like small increments building yeah. up and the pressure so what was that and i was do like you remember this. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly do you remember what you were feeling like yeah I'm, I'm feeling like holy shit when i'm fucking up what happened exactly and i was nervous so nervous all the time was this one of their first times too that you were actually cooking yeah yep. and it was during this yep. huge rush and because of almost they, thrown into the, the fire the boss trust me yeah. and and then the whole boss comes from from the kitchen so the, the big boss from the kitchen comes yeah. to me and said okay I, we saw that, that you can't do this and we trust you and and good he, and, and he, know, he said uh, he said good luck and rock and roll you know yeah that's it and then and then it starts, and then the first food come, the second, okay, fuck, messed up, and then the third, fourth, and then, okay. Starting to get the rhythm, starting to get the rhythm, yeah, starting to get the rhythm. That is, my God, best, best. And was then, that the first moment when you just walked in yeah, to the zone, yeah. too? And then when it was, the evening was over, and then for my first beer at work, <laughs> after that, yeah. <laughs> Man, I would give you a beer too after a, a first day like that. And then my gosh, right now you're in. And yeah. everybody comes to me and says, okay, right now you're in. Yeah. And that was in, in Garmisch. Yeah. So you, you grew up here in Augsburg. You yeah, moved but down south moved. to Garmisch, yeah, yeah. which has a very good cooking school. It is. And it is also a nice town. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you say that very, very uh, yeah. cautiously. You were there, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me, me and my friend Matt, we went down there, and it's an absolutely beautiful city. The Olympics is, yeah. were held there, which was amazing. And a part of the Olympics, at least. Yeah. The mountains are great, but 
it's even smaller than Augsburg. Oh yeah. So four years, yeah, that might be a lot. Yeah. That might be a lot. So what? That's why I say after four years. So you okay? Were, I need a change. Yeah. So you were in the equivalent of of German university almost. For yeah. Us. What was, because in the U.S., university usually means some setting with a lot of partying in a big school with thousands of kids our age. What was it, what was like a day out like with your friends in Garmisch at a cooking school? Day out, so uh, I remember one, one day we, we go up to hiking in, in the mountains. And after we watched, uh, there was a thunderstorm yeah. coming through the Alps. Oh, we wow. were we were sitting. It was a warm day in the summer day, and the sun goes down and the thunderstorm starting. Wow! So the this, sun is in, setting. In the, the thunderstorm yeah, is coming and across we were, the mountains. We're sitting. We're sitting outside the mountains and watch this. And then after that, we go to the Irish pub. <laughs> So the Irish pub was usually, you had this, this crazy was, mix of was, nature yeah. and the usual is, drinking. For that is Garmisch a really nice place. Oh, it's you beautiful. You got this big nature and you got some good bars. Yeah, and I realize in Germany too, people really take care of the nature. Oh yeah. Especially in the, well, the south, yeah, I haven't yeah. spent a lot more, of time more in to south. So more when you south. go to Berlin, Berlin is... Uh, it's like, uh, I don't know, Detroit. It's like Detroit, it's like Detroit. You're comparison yeah. Berlin to Detroit. <laughs> it's a part the nature thing. <laughs> just, just the nature just thing. Just the nature thing, okay. Just the nature I gotcha. thing, yeah. I gotcha. So, yeah, but it, it does blow my mind that everyone here is usually riding bikes or walking or. It, it, it seemed, and then there's like a wooded area right by where I live. Yeah. Just massive woods that people just have like bikes and walk and run. Yeah. And Garmisch in those in the smaller towns oh, yeah. are the same thing. You have the mountains, and it's cool that it's much beautiful with the mountains. Yeah, and you guys take good, such good care of it. I'm glad it's yeah. always such a big part of your lives. I wish that we did that a little bit more. So, but that was the usual night out, watching thunderstorms in the Alps, yeah. getting a couple That's drinks when we very cool go back. To watch. Yeah. Oh, I bet. So then, after university, you earned your stripes. You finally get out. Yeah. You graduated, and you do what all good new graduates do. You're, You're right. really drunk and celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you to the states. And then you moved to the states yeah. for six months. So what made you move to the states? Just wanted to? Just, just wanted to, yeah. Just, I don't know, I had to, I don't know, just, I don't know what it is. I like, I like the States, you know. Just like, I don't know, I saw in television and, and then the sports and then all comes together and then you have to go there. <laughs> so it was just, you grew up with some of the yeah. culture yeah, of America. Yeah. So I, like, I have to see I started it. playing. Before my education, I played ice hockey. Yeah, okay. So I played hockey, and then maybe that's why. And then more comes, and then this, and, and the music, you know. And yeah. So you just you had a really positive idea yeah, yeah. of what America yeah. was. Yeah. And then you went, and hopefully that positive idea continued when you got it there. It was good. And you worked in the kitchen. Yeah. And was your English 
pretty good then. English. Oh, it's good, but uh, getting better when yeah. I was there. Yeah, so this is something that we talked a little about before, yeah, yeah. and I'm very much struggling with because German is crazy grammar it on is steroids. One of the hardest languages in the world. Yeah, and I noticed that very quickly and still struggle. <laughs> Mildly, you correct me pretty much every second. But English is no slouch. Any language is no slouch. No, it's not, not easy. So how did you get over that hump, especially in a kitchen environment where it's chaos and you need to communicate very effectively and very quickly? What, what did you do to get better? So in, in the kitchen, in the kitchen, the, the first day in the kitchen when I started there in the States was very chaos and shocking for me yeah. because like everybody is so fast in English and, and moving around and you know and running around and uh, but there was three bosses in the kitchen and they picked me up and talked normally to me and show me the kitchen and yeah. how I do the things and so you at first you were a little bit in shock yeah yeah probably like I was when I came into this bar not knowing German yeah. terrified to even order and maybe beer. this is the same thing yeah and then of course you were this is your job this is your yeah and then I started realizing oh <laughs> this is my job yep <laughs> I have to I, don't have I have to but <laughs> and then I, I'm getting better day by day you know yeah so, what do you think it was that just kept making you better just the using it were you studying it on the side so I'm I'm better when I when I saw things and hearing things. Yeah. When I just when I reading things is reading's not, not so not, much. Not, it's not, more not seeing. So I'm, I'm, I'm better. I'm better when I'm when I'm seeing things, you know, and can do this. And then yeah, yeah. It's more using it in the moment, yeah. having to use it, yeah. especially in a job that's high paced. And you right, use yeah. it every single yeah. day, which is probably one of the failures that I'm doing now that Jackie's here. Yeah. My girlfriend, she, we just speak English and we need to stop that. <laughs> we need to force ourselves to speak. And you, you're talking German right now to yeah. each other. Huh? Well, I'm just but you're creating a whole language. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because we both don't know German. <laughs> it's going to be a Nate and Jackie style of German. Yeah. But, yeah, so you, what, how did you get over that hump mentally, too? So, it's very intimidating. I am here for mostly fun and to learn German and to experience life. This is your job that you studied for three years for. You came to the States. Language barrier is not easy. It's a massive beast that I had no idea about until I experienced it. How did you keep in your head to just keep going? Just keep going. So I'm... You know, getting home and so when I finished there with working, getting home and speaking, reminding words, you know, and repeat words and yeah, just know, everything and then just, just slowly and, and everybody's talking to you in English there in the States and then, I don't know, I'm getting in there, I don't know, I have it was just like word by word by word, by word yeah. build by build by build. So I'm, I'm not good in, in business English, it's yeah. like, wow, but just... This is English, like we're talking. Oh yeah, and that's it's, uh, that's about as good. That's what it's for. Yeah, it's to connect with people and, and use it, it yeah. when you need to. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting. Is that well, I'm 
really interested in, obviously, because I'm going through all of that at the current moment. <laughs> but, but maybe for the German language is much more heavy to learn. Because in German, the language is... Some things are similar to the English. Yeah, some words are. Some words are okay. similar, yeah. Good lord, the grammar. Okay, the grammar is... Hard. Grammar is for the most Germans a hard thing. Yeah. Yeah. But so when you when you got it in there and yeah. Was it maybe, maybe for the German it's easier to learn English. Yeah. Than English. The other way around. Yeah. Because you already have learned the hardest language, one of the hardest languages in the world. So maybe yeah. going down probably isn't that hard. <laughs> it's really, yeah. yeah, it's really interesting to dissect your own language too. So when I was going through all the English, I was the book I was reading. It cuts English into pieces and explains yeah. the parts, and then goes into. So this is what we're learning here in elementary school. It started in elementary school here. You yeah. got an English book, and then you separate the words. Yeah. So the whole book. Yeah. It's more of just breaking apart the pieces and putting them back together. Yeah. yeah. In certain ways, and it's it's interesting because, I mean, I. I you probably felt this too, that it's paralyzing. It's, I've never been able, not able to connect with somebody. Yeah, it is. Oh, it, is and it is so hard, especially, well, you had it in a work setting. And I just, I mean, even not being able to talk to my cousins in a certain way, yeah. or not being able to really express them and let them know my personality and my own family, it's, yeah. ooh, shit. Makes you think of all the people that have to battle that <laughs> every day. But... Okay, so you went to the States and you you, you went there, you went through there, it, yeah. you slowly built day by day your language in a very tough environment. Uh, yeah, but I got a nice apartment. You got a nice apartment, so you I can't complain. I got a nice complain. apartment, so, yeah. And the rest, so, I guess to, to sum it up, to, to sum it up, so at an early age, you, you wanted to be a chef, you went out and do it. Going through chef school is not easy. On top of that, you had to, for six months, you had to learn a new language while being new at a chef and put it all together. Not easy to do, but you did it. So for people that are facing something like that, people that are facing a big challenge in front of life, whether that's career and something that they want to achieve, or me trying to tackle my German and just getting tired, because it's a grind, day in and day out, you have to keep doing it. What would you say to someone like that? What helped you get through that period yourself? I said never, never give up, you know. Just whatever comes, it comes. It's like I always say when I, I think about this too. I was at some points that I, in my education, so for three years, I was in my second year and think about that. Shit, maybe I break it up because it's so hard. And, and I said, okay, no. Just it is what it is for the moment, you know? Right. And it's a big challenge and never give up, you know? I like it's that. Uh, yeah, there's something beautiful about just being in the moment. Yeah. Enjoying the moment where you're at, yeah. no matter how hard it is. And know that you have a lot of time to figure it out. Yeah. Just keep going. Just keep, keep going, you know. I like it. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Sebastian. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for Appreciate coming on and sharing your story. Prost. Uh, cheers. <laughs> and we'll talk again soon. Four.
Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Oyster World Radio, production of Oyster World LLC. Thanks again, Sebastian Boonch, for coming on the show. Hopefully, you can schon Deutschsprechen nach Südasia. Keep up to date on everything going on in the Big Gap here on Instagram at Nathan.Wanders, including some, including some great shots of the S-Man himself. You'll find it all there. Check out the links in the show description for more information and special thanks to Charlie Milliken for all of the Oyster Jams. Check him out on Spotify or at charliemillikin.com. That's M-I-L-L-I-K-N. Don't forget to support the show on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, at patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio. And thanks again for tuning into the show. We'll be back in two weeks. But until then, this is Nathan Lieberman signing off. I can't take control of my life. If I'm too busy looking at the stars and thinking about our time that's gone by.